Hello, and welcome to Eyes on Success, a weekly program of information on the ever-changing world of accessibility. Now here are the hosts of this program, Nancy Goodman Torpy and Peter Torpy. Hello, I'm Nancy. And I'm Pete. This week we have something a little bit different for you. We gathered up some material that never made it into the show that we'll be hearing today. They say that nothing is ever perfect. Well, today you get to hear some of our imperfections. But first for our tip of the week. This week's tip is, hey, we all make mistakes, but none of them are so bad that we can't recover from them. And sometimes we can even get something positive out of the mistakes we make. It's really great that we get a chance to edit this show because you'll be hearing some stuff that didn't make the final cut, but is sometimes a little bit funny. And it'll give you some insight into how we make the show and what goes on and what kind of stuff doesn't make it into the show. Instead of introducing our guest, we are going to start by introducing Eyes on Success. Well, this is the eighth year of us hosting and producing the show. It's been a lot of fun all those years. We've made a lot of interesting connections with people we've interviewed and people who are listeners to the show who communicate with us. And we always enjoy when people do that. If they have suggestions for shows or topics we should cover, just send a note to us at hosts at eyesonsuccess.net. We try to cover topics that are of interest to people with vision loss and other print disabilities. And we talk about everything from somebody's hobby, somebody's extreme sports experience, to employment opportunities, to what's the latest in access technology. And we cover a wide variety of topics because we know our listeners have a wide variety of interests. And I want to remind people that with nearly 400 shows in our archives on our website at www.eyesonsuccess.net, we have a search tool on there by which you can search for shows of interest by topic, by show number, or keyword. So make use of that search field to find shows of interest because, as Nancy said, we cover a wide variety of topics and we've interviewed many interesting people over the years. You are listening to Eyes on Success. Success, 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 success. This week's focus topic is a collection of gems, maybe, that we have deleted from previous shows. Fortunately, we don't do this show live because every once in a while, something interrupts the recording that we cannot remove with simple editing. But we can always re-ask the question. Here we were asking Access Anna about her recently published book about Android accessibility. Now on tap is a very new feature. Um, it's it was introduced in Android 6.0 Marshmallow. Oh, hold on. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, pull the plug on this. Oh, good. Someone answered. Oh no, they did not. Okay, we're good. All right. Well, I guess that didn't make it to the final show for obvious reasons, but it's an example of some of the things that can happen when we're doing an interview. And uh, that was one of the minor ones compared to what you'll be hearing next. 
Sometimes it's a family member who wanders in in the middle of the interview. In this instance, we were speaking with Ken Perry and Josh Mealy about electronics when Josh's teenage son got hungry. I had uh, my mom and dad or my brother put stuff together and I'd take them apart and I'd, you know, write the, here I am 46 and I have my parents come over at Christmas to build stuff for me. But, I, you know, that's how I built my first activity, but my older or my younger brother helped me uh, just We're getting read a bunch of noise in the background. I don't know from what. Don't sounds like someone's in a kitchen. Yeah, Ben, Ben, you got to stop doing that. <laughs> Sorry, Ben. Well, he couldn't you gotta... scream anything. He needs to yeah. eat. <laughs> Come on, yeah. Dad. Yeah. <laughs> you're you're making too much noise. You yeah. got to stop. <laughs> Sorry, guys. That's okay. That's okay, I'm back. I thought you fell off the chair. No, yes. I, I I had to go explain something. Sometimes the problem is assistive technology that gets in the way. Here we were interviewing Michael Forzano as he was describing how the accessible RS games were made. So there are different messages that the, the server will send, for example, to play a sound or speak a message through the screen reader or display a, a list of items. Um, Oops. <laughs> There's just so much stuff you can make be quiet at the same time. <laughs> yeah, that was the iPad. Yeah, it was. Uh, hold on. Our whole house talks also. And sometimes those devices just perk up at very inopportune times, but that's the way it goes. So we've learned to turn off our office sounds and other sounds that our computer makes when we're doing interviews because we don't want our computer to interrupt. But that wasn't the worst we had. What else do we have? Well, sometimes people seem to have trouble with their microphones getting them turned on or off. A couple of months ago, we did a multi-way Skype call with Dean Blasey, Jim Fruchterman, and Ted Henter about their roles developing breakthrough assistive technology. Here they are trying to get their microphones to work. I have one more piece of bookkeeping. We've got all three of you on the same channel, and somebody is making some clicking noises. And because you're sharing a channel, if one of you's talking and the other one's clicking, we can't get rid of that. So if you could all three just kind of try to be a little quieter, we would appreciate it. Yeah, I heard that. Picky, picky, picky. So I'm trying to figure out how to mute. Can you hear me? I'm muted. Yeah, yes. perfectly well. <laughs> Mute didn't yeah, work so you. well. But actually, you turned on your video feed. You're right. I'm going to mute it. Oh, now we don't hear anything. You got muted. Yeah, yeah I, got, I got it. <laughs> okay. Got this technology figured out. <laughs> <laughs> well, they got their microphones and cameras worked out, and then we ran into a problem with the headphones. Can you start by introducing yourself? Hi, I'm Jim Fruchterman, founder of Benetech, originally called Arkenstown. I've been running these organizations for 26 years. That was quick. <laughs> Wait a minute. Well, I'm happy to expand. What? I lost audio. Did you hear something? Oh, oh I, hold on. There. Let's, oh. Sorry. Say something else. Something else. Oh, that's okay. much better. It turns out we were still crossed on whose knob was whose. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
she turned All down right. my audio and I thought we lost you there. Yeah, and you turned okay. mine up and it was blasting my ears. Oh, okay. <laughs> we'll get this worked out. Well, that was a really fun interview we did with Ted Henter, Dean Blasey, and Jim Fruchterman. And, you know, as you saw there, sometimes we have equipment problems, too. There was actually once when we did the whole interview, but our recording equipment didn't record Phil Muir when we were recording him. And we just had our side of the interview after talking for about an hour. Fortunately, Phil is an audio production person, and he had recorded the whole thing, both sides. So he sent us his half, and then we merged them all together later on. So you can recover from some mistakes, as Nancy pointed out earlier. I think the most unusual mishap we had with our microphone was when somebody's guide dog tried to eat the microphone. You give a little bit of a piece away every time you write, and so you need to live actively because you're going to... Oh, oh, excuse me. No, lay the down. Guide, guide dog's trying to lick the recorder. Go lay down. <laughs> <laughs> That's a first. That's a yeah. first. We haven't had that one before. Here, I'll, I'll block over I, here. I, I Pull was it down. Okay. doing that. Okay. Um, <laughs> we'll delete that. <laughs> Hopefully. No, <laughs> and of course, we did delete that. And fortunately, the guide dog didn't actually eat the recorder. It's safer to do interviews on Skype sometime, I guess. Sometimes we all get the equipment working, but we have a little trouble coming up with answers to questions. We always ask guests about their social media presence, but they don't all use it. Here's Tom Schultz, a blind software engineer, getting asked a typical question. Do you have a website? I don't. I really probably should, but I don't have one. Are you on social media? Well, no, I was on Facebook for a while, but it, it turned out to be <laughs> quite, in a, I mean, it looked like a lot of time to stay involved with it. Yeah. And, and so, yeah. so many people were sending me stuff and I, I, and then I felt bad because I wouldn't even go in for a week. And apparently with Facebook, you're supposed to look at it a few times a day. So, <laughs> yeah. So I don't. yeah, I sometimes get these notices on my phone. You have, you know, 94 notifications on Facebook yeah. that you haven't yeah. looked at. Yeah. Thanks. Do you want to share your LinkedIn profile? Oh, I do have one. Uh, you do. It's extensive. Oh, I don't. Wait a minute. Are you teasing me? No, I'm looking at it. She searches on the phone for these contacts if people don't know them. Oh, 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 you found. Oh, I thought you said it's, ex, I thought you said it's expensive. Oh, you no, said no. E-X-T-E-N. Oh, okay. Yeah, you've got like your whole CV up there and all your languages, and you sound like a terrific embedded software programmer if anybody wants to hire you. Well, maybe not everybody knows about their own presence on social media, but we can generally find it out. As you heard with Tom, he didn't have all of his detailed contact information on hand easily, and... There are plenty of other people with whom similar things have happened. Here's Doug Anslavar from the Hadley Institute. Before they changed their name, they were still called the Hadley School at this point. Does the Hadley School have a Twitter feed? We do. <laughs> we do. We're trying to break into social media. Okay, what is it? Okay, hold on. I'm going to get that up here. Okay, here, our Twitter, it's um, 
this is what I have for us. It's www.twitter.com forward slash The Hadley School. Okay, so the hip way to say that? Yes, tell me. You're going to have to repeat this. At The Hadley School. At The Hadley School. Okay, great. So we will also tweet to you when this show airs. Great, and we will retweet, I'm sure. That's the plan. (laughs) All right. So as you can tell, not only do we learn a lot from the many people we interview around the world, but sometimes they learn from us also. Well, here's Ken Perry again, talking about the Orbit Reader 20 this time. And we ran into other problems with him getting his contact information straight. Do you have email addresses for Orbit Research and APH? So the contacts for uh, Orbit Research would be uh, if you go to their website at www.orbitresearch.com and uh, they have contact information on their page. Do you want that phone number? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I'll just give them Vinkadish's cell phone and tell them to call at three in the morning. Uh, sure. <laughs> if you've got a phone number, that's fine. Yeah, their phone number is 888 888- Six zero six seven two four eight. Okay. To get a hold of Orbit Research, which is the um, people who created the device for us, um, you can call them at one eight 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 six zero six seven two four six. Oh, seven two four eight. Ah. You can just repeat the last four, and I'll splice it. Okay. Seven two four eight. That's the best way to probably call them, but you can also go to their website at www.orbitresearch.com. Um, for American Printing House, I think I've already gave you that. So. Did he give us an email? Uh, no, I don't think so. Uh, oh, an email? Yeah. yeah. Uh, shoot. Let me think on this oh, one. Oh, I'll get it for you in a minute. <laughs> for email, what I found was info at aph.org. <laughs> Where are you doing up here? Sorry. Get down. (laughs) Come on. Sorry. The dog just found the cat. Oh, geez. Get down. Okay. Sorry. Go on. Yeah, we'll delete the dog. Just don't tell the dog we're deleting the dog. You know, sometimes it's hard to figure out who's being interviewed, us or the people that we're interviewing. And uh, I guess it's nice to know that a dog can easily be deleted. What a, sounds like a horrible thing, but maybe it isn't so bad if it's just on digital formats. As with some of these other instances, we not infrequently have to look up answers for people when we ask a question and they don't happen to know the answer. Here's Debbie McLeod from the Colorado Talking Book Library. So we've talked previously about the BARD mobile app, which is awesome. Can you remind people what that stands for? Well, if you can't, that's fine. I'll just drop the question. Yeah. Uh, Well, BARD, I don't really, I think it's, um, I was trying to think too. BARD is, stands for book at Braille and recorded I can't, I can't. I Download. Know. I don't know. So you'll have to erase <laughs> this whole part. question. I know. It's just terrible. I can't remember. So I should. Um, Hold on. We're about to get the answer. I should, but yes. 
We might not be about to get the answer. Braille and audio reading download. She had it. Okay. So why don't you ask the question again? (laughs) And you might be interested to know that as we do these interviews, Nancy is often sitting there with her iPhone when we're doing the interview over Skype on our PC. And if people don't know the answer, she's constantly checking information on her iPhone, getting resources, links, email address, URLs that way, and often feeding them to the people we're interviewing. So somehow it all works out, and uh, even though we have to do a little bit of juggling. Yeah, and while I'm doing that, I'm also paying attention to the interview and thinking about maybe what next question I want to ask and running the sound equipment. So fortunately, I can multitask, if that's the polite way of phrasing it. So what else do we have in our bag of outtakes here? Well, the next mistake was ours, but Uh sometimes we get lucky and catch the error as soon as we make it. Here we were introducing a show with Eve Anderson about accessibility efforts and progress at Google. This week on Eyes on Success, we'll be talking with Eve Anderson, who is the manager of the accessibility engineering team at Xerox. No. Let's try this again. This week on Eyes on Success, we'll be talking with Eve Anderson, who is the manager of the accessibility engineering team at Google. Well, I guess you have to watch out. You don't get a job change without planning it sometimes. Sometimes we've had fewer microphones than people. And although we've gotten better at handling that situation, it can lead to some, shall we say, logistical confusion. We were doing an in-person interview with Dave Wilkinson from HIMSS in his hotel room when he was in Rochester because he was here to show some products to some prospective customers. I think uh, having the Bluetooth capability is really a nice feature. I like to use my iPhone and stick it in my pocket when I'm cleaning the house and use Bluetooth headphones. Otherwise, the wire gets all caught in the, the missions that I'm trying to accomplish. So I'm right there with you. I'm, I'm, I'm a runner. And I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. You, you can't both talk at the same time, but you're in opposite <laughs> directions. <laughs> I'm sorry. Good. I'm a runner, and I do a lot of running on treadmills, and cables are sort of a bad thing if you're flailing your arms around running on a treadmill. So I'm a big fan of Bluetooth headsets. So I would agree with you there. Those are probably the only mistakes we ever made though, right? Well, there's another clip for this one. Uh, Let's hear it then. Peter, I'm handing you the easy, that's the top right there with the little power button. Hold on a second. We need to rearrange ourselves. Can we put the two of you closer to each other? Uh, Where do you want to go here? Here, I'm just going to stand over Dave, here. Dave, why don't you sit on the bed? I'll sit in the chair, and then you'll both oh. be out of close to each other. Okay, all right, let's do it. If we can do that. <laughs> okay, you want to hand me this again here? Right, you get your I'm microphone ready. position, and we'll get our heads together here. Well, That's all right. Like okay, heads, okay. This will be okay. quicker all right. for transitions. Okay, go ahead. Continue. You have more. As you've heard, we don't always get it right the first time or even the second time. But we keep being told that one of the things that keeps this show sounding so fresh is that although we outline each episode before recording it, we don't prepare what either of us is planning to say. Sometimes the other one gets caught by surprise. 
here we were talking with Dirk Price and John Brode about, well, you'll hear about what. Hello, I'm Nancy. And I'm Pete. You know, we've been doing this show for nearly seven years now, every week, and interviewing people around the world with vision problems and talking about the remarkable things they've done. People driving cars without being able to see, people doing woodworking, and all kinds of activities. But the people we'll be talking to today have done something that I've never really thought a person who is blind would do. Hunt. <laughs> <laughs> And now what are you going to say? <laughs> oh, God. Um, well. What I, was the blurb? We'll be talking with. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay I have to God. quit laughing. though. No. You do. Hunt. Dirk Price was an avid hunter, but then his vision failed. And he discovered a way that he could continue to hunt. And we'll be speaking with both him and Dr. John Brode, president of the Physically Challenged Bowhunters of America. I guess Nancy wasn't quite prepared for what I was going to say, and then she wasn't sure how to add to that. But eventually we get it right with a little editing. And we just keep trying and keep correcting and keep deleting the junk until we hopefully finally get it right. Here we were trying to start a show in which we interviewed Scott White about the NFB Newsline mobile app. This week on Eyes on Success, we'll talk about how you can obtain accessible formats of many magazines, periodicals, and... Whoops. This week on Eyes on Success, we'll be talking about how you can get access to accessible versions of numerous periodicals and magazines. Aren't periodicals magazines? This week on Eyes on Success, we'll be talking about how you can obtain accessible... Wow. All right, this is the last time. This week on Eyes on Success, we'll be talking about how you can obtain... <laughs> oh, God. You sure? That's the last time. <laughs> and don't sound like you're having fun either. No, I don't want to do that. <laughs> okay, let's give this another shot. This week on Eyes on Success, we'll be talking about how you can get access to magazines and newspapers in an accessible format. I didn't think we were ever going to get past the introduction of that show, but I guess we finally made it and the show finally aired, didn't it? Well, that show aired two years ago, so we've gotten through lots of beginnings since then. It almost took us two years to get going on it. But wait, there's more. Oh, that's exactly what this next clip is. Sometimes surprising tidbits pop up even after we think we're done with the interview. We've learned to ask, is there anything we missed after somebody surprised us in an early interview? Here's Ty Thompson with his surprising response when we were talking with him about blind golfing. Is there anything we missed? Yes, would you like to hear about uh, my hole-in-one? Oh, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, hold on, this needs a question. <laughs> Not sure what the question is. Um, were there any moments in your golfing that you're particularly proud of? As a matter of fact, yes. Um, I had my first hole-in-one three years ago, and it was a really exciting moment. It has a lot of uh, jocularity to it as well. My coach lined me up on the hole, and 
I went ahead and stroked it, and he's describing, oh, great, right along the line I wanted you to be on. It's, a, it's landed on the green, and then there's dead silence. And two of the other guys on the tee box go, I saw it. It went in. The other guy, yeah, it did. It went in. And I go down there, and I, he tells me, left, left. And so I find the pin, and, and uh, I stick my hand in. Sure enough, there's a ball in the hole. Holy mackerel. <laughs> I was so excited. Then my, my coach comes up with the other two guys and says, hey, that's uh, pretty cool. Too bad it didn't count. I'm like, what do you mean it doesn't count? He says, well, heck, you didn't see it go in. <laughs> <laughs> well, I said, that does it. No drinks at the 19th hole for any of you guys. <laughs> that's pretty cool. You know, much as we try to research the topic or the person we're interviewing before the interview actually happens so we can ask some intelligent questions, there is often a surprise like that. So we keep the recorder rolling. And one way or the other, we always manage to have fun, and we hope our guests do also. Do you have more? If you've been to our website or our Facebook page, or our Twitter feed, you'll know that we create a title and a summary for every episode. What you might not know is that for a few stations, we actually create an audio promo for them to air during the week or so before each episode gets aired on their radio reading service. Well, they're only 30 seconds long, and you'd think we could get through the 30 seconds on just one take, but... Not always. This week on Eyes on Success, we have one of the most negative and discouraging interviews that we've had <laughs> in a long time. <laughs> that isn't what you want to hear, huh? <laughs> I got her on that one. I like it when I can get her like that and surprise her once in a while. But it does have to come out of the show. But we saved it for you. Now for this week's final item. This is where we usually provide resources about whatever we've just been talking about. After all is said and done, people seem to like the show. If you want to hear how it's done, check out some of our year-end specials. This clip is from John Shea of the Talking Information Center when he interviewed us for episode 1552, in which he referred back to episode 1352. I can well appreciate the amount of time that that, that, that must take. And, and I'm, I'm serious. I, it just, and I'm not saying just to kiss up. I'm, I'm being honest. You do a brilliant job. You do the best job of anybody I know on the, on the internet in this uh, this type of thing. It's just, it's, I'm very impressed with the quality of work. I was also very impressed with that uh, show that you did on telling, explaining all the technology you use and everything you go through of doing it. In fact. I played that to a friend of mine because he and I were talking about doing something a little bit like what you're doing. Not, not the, Scared you off, huh? And it did. I, <laughs> especially my friend, he said, you got to be kidding. They go through all that? I said, man, I don't have time for that. You, you, you're going to have to find somebody else to work with for this project. <laughs> and to conclude, I guess from listening to some of those outtakes, you can tell why this show takes us so much time to organize and produce. But fortunately, it's a lot of fun. If you want to hear any of the full episodes from which we 
took those outtakes. We'll have links in our show notes for this episode on our website at www.eyesonsuccess.net. Make use of those show notes. They have lots of useful information for each show. That's it for show number 1813. Next week on Eyes on Success will be serious again. We'll be talking with Alex Hall, who some of you may know from his work with AppleViz, about the Apple Watch and the Apple HomeKit and how you can use them totally independently, even if you have no vision at all. If you have any questions regarding something you've heard about on the show or you'd like to share an idea for a future show, send an email to hosts at eyesonsuccess.net or call us at 585-210-8094. You've been listening to Eyes on Success, hosted and produced by Nancy Goodman Torpy and Peter Torpy and distributed by WXXI Reach Out Radio. Browse the full archive of programs, find instructions for subscribing to the podcasts, and much more at www.eyesonsuccess.net. You can also find us on iTunes. Follow us on Facebook and on Audioboom.com at Eyes on Success or Twitter it's at just such a great underscore Eyes on Success. It is. It's adorable. We hope you will join us again next Thank week you. for more information and updates on products for accessible living. Thanks for listening to Eyes on Success and have a nice day. I will have a nice day. I have to delete that too. <laughs> Sorry. No, you're not. No, I'm not. That's going to wind up in our outtakes show. Well, it just did. <laughs> I guess.